Hi, everybody. This is the 37th episode of Law School in Brief. And you are listening to Lydia and Megan, your lovely co hosts. <laughs> That's right. It's a rainy day here. I'm just chilling. Chilling? I'm, it's a hot, humid day here. And I'm wondering when we are finally going to get intro music. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> You know, I, now I'm on summer break. I don't really have an excuse not to uh, write a little jingle. I think we need more ukulele. You had okay. at one point graced yeah. us with ukulele, and I think that we should like record it and just you know make it make it happen. Okay, yeah, I like that. I also, I mean, I also have a keyboard and like one of those electric keyboards with a lot of different kind of instrument sounds. Like I could do like an organ, Ooh. intro, um, air horn, perhaps. <laughs> Our favorite instrument of all. Yes. <laughs> or like those space sounds. Right. Who you're listening to. Oh my God. Please keep going. <laughs> <laughs> or we can try out different ones and the listeners can decide. Oh yes. Put for your favorite. <laughs> I'm creating a lot of work for myself, but right. you know, something's got to fill that, <laughs> that void of reading cases. Right. That I quarantine am, void. I, yeah. Because Lydia, you yeah. are now Finally. like really, 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 really for real, for wow. real, for real this time on you have finished your one L year. You are done. Yes. And oh I Oh my. I mean, when I had finished exams and I was like, it doesn't really feel like I'm done because of write on. And other people were like very glad to be done and then did write on. And I think I emotionally like set myself up correctly. Like, I think now is the appropriate time to celebrate because last week was, like, absolutely bonkers. Like, now I really, really do feel done. So. And so what does being Ooh. done – can you walk me through that feeling? Like, tell me how your body feels. How does your mind feel? I have <laughs> no idea. what. Like, br- help me brace myself for the feeling that I'm going to be experiencing in approximately 26 days. <laughs> I wonder if this will be better even next week because I've been done with write-on for like less than 48 hours. Yeah. And so it just kind of feels like the weekend, you know? Um, No, I don't want to hear that. I (laughs) I want to hear relief. I want to hear sweeping (laughs) feelings. I want to hear, give me the Grand Canyon of emotions. I don't want to hear weekend nonsense. (laughs) I think by, I think, because this week I just have nothing. Next week I start my internship, but this week it's like, it, maybe by the end of this week I'll be like, wow, I really don't have any homework or anything. But right now it still kind of feels like I've been procrastinating on homework and that I should be doing homework. Hmm. You know, that it's just less than 48 hours of, of stepping away from work, which is something that I would sometimes do. So <laughs> to my detriment. But So it feels normal is what you're saying. Kind of, yeah. And like the moment I turned in, stuff for write on also was not a moment of relief. Um, like I kind of had a meltdown during the last hour of write on because we had to turn in our files as PDFs, but my thing wouldn't export correctly. Oh Lord. So that, I mean, I got it in, but wait, so like, hold on. Can we, can I pause you really quick? You've been yeah. saying write on. Do the listeners know what this is? <laughs> oh, well I can, I can definitely explain. Like, I can okay. Explain. Okay how to describe what it is, but just 
to answer your question about how it feels to be done, it was like, mm. I had to turn this thing in by 4 p.m. From 3 p.m. to 4 p.m., I was crying. Then oh. <laughs> I turned it in. It's fine. <laughs> then oh. I just kept crying for no reason because it was done. It, there were no like emotions. It wasn't like, oh, I did such a bad job. I can't believe I wasted the whole week. Nothing. I felt good about what I had done, but still just couldn't stop crying. It was very annoying. Oh. I personally, I don't want to make light of postpartum depression. I don't know what that's like. I do not have firsthand experience. But if I may be so bold as to potentially make the analogy, I had spent a long time, a whole week, <laughs> creating something beautiful. And then out of it but I just kept crying for no reason and if I didn't know why it was weird so until Billy and I started making pizza and then then it was fine and then all Um, of a sudden postpartum depression fades away into just dough related bliss (laughs) (laughs) so that was weird yeah I was wanting to be just like have that nice feeling but I don't know um and we won't even find out about how we did until late June, early July, because they have to read all of our freaking things. So yeah, I, right. can, explain, I can explain what it is, but I mean, I want to hear how you're doing too. We can maybe, maybe, maybe like that explanation of what write on is can be like our main segment, but we could do like highs and lows or something. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I feel like since we're talking about write on, okay. um, I'd like to stick there because okay. one of the highs of my week, um, was getting so on I think it was Thursday we got an email from Dean Armijo letting everybody in the 1L class know who the uh 1L law reviewees were gonna be um, oh oh y'all already had your oh yeah our write-on competition was over spring break you know in the height of that... COVID panic no big deal <laughs> Honestly, um, it be during spring break it right be- what what else would you be doing no. Um, yeah, if if panic hadn't ensued enough for you, if you wanted to turn up the heat a little bit on your anxiety, you could write on for law review. Um, <laughs> so I actually didn't do it, and I I do feel this was this is actually kind of my meh already, but okay. um, I did not write on for law review, and I am kicking myself for it because at at Elon you only have one chance to write on for law review because mm-hmm. it's a two and a half year program. You know, you write on after or like but between your winter and spring of your 1L year. And then you serve the term uh, until I think you graduate. Um, whereas at most other law schools, you have two opportunities to write on. I, don't, I don't know if that's always the case. Really? Okay. I don't know. Well, well it's definitely most common to do it after 1L. I, I, I don't actually know if you can give it another shot after 2L. Well, either way. I didn't do it. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I really played myself there. Um, but I saw the list of people who made it on, and quite a few people from my cohort made it on. And it was like the first time in my law school career that I felt as though I was like really, really hardcore cheering my my classmates on. Oh, that is so sweet. Maybe. It was great. It really was great because I was like, okay. There are so many people from my cohort on this list that it makes me feel way better about my grades because I'm being compared against these people and they made it online. <laughs> like, hell yeah, way to go, y'all. Like, I'm so proud of you. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That's so sweet. 
It was sweet and also bittersweet because I was like, I really shouldn't have done that. Okay. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> when you hear my update, you might be more happy in the decision that you made, especially if you're trying to go a non-traditional law route. Like the other things you could be doing with your time really might be more relevant to you. But, you, you know, that, you can make that decision once you hear. <laughs> I mean, I feel like my my mindset about this that sort of like meh I should have done it it was is only reinforced by Twitter and here I go plugging the Twitter again if you're not following us yet law school mm, brief (laughs) but uh many 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 episodes ago I talked about having found a law professor on uh, it was a blog called law prof blog right yes so I follow this law professor on Twitter now. <clears throat> they still have yet to acknowledge my email or anything like that, but that's fine. <laughs> um, anyway, I saw on Twitter this morning that uh, this professor had responded to some random 1L on Twitter who said, like, do I do I go out for law review or do I, you know, just ignore it? And the law prof blog's Twitter account said, you know, they're – Uh, In my experience, being on law review as a law student is more important or firms view that more favorably than, say, 20 years of publishing on your own in law review journals. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God, this does not Uh, help my anxiety around this situation at all. Oh, no. Like the idea, and, and it, I don't know it just makes me, and I, I, you have to take it with a grain of salt. That's one person's opinion, but it does make me feel super salty toward the whole profession of law because, oh, like, absolutely. Why would you ever look and see? Okay, this person made law review in 1990, <laughs> <laughs> and view that more favorably than somebody who maybe did not do law review in 1990, but has spent the last 30 years publishing in like multiple different blogs and journals. I I do wonder if that was a hyperbole. It sounds like kind of maybe a hyperbole. I don't know. Law Prof Blog, if you're listening, I'm going to need you to (laughs) at me on Twitter and clarify because I'm angry (laughs) and anxious. Anxious and angry is my current state. It sounds very difficult to do both law review and... um, mock trial or moot court so I mean I know you're like interested in one of those and it just seems like you know maybe that is the better fit like if you had gotten both and had to choose then you would have spent all of your spring break doing right on only to eventually choose moot court anyways like I don't know I I I really think I just believe that it's all gonna work out for you so strongly well, thank you so much. Um, but the people that uh, at Elon who are on Law Review, I think like half of them are also on the Moot Court team. They oh. do both. It's like Whoa, the high achievers are just c- across the wow. board high achievers. <laughs> and a two and a half year program, like everything is already accelerated. Y'all yeah. are just amazing. We're cooking with gas over here. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Ugh. So that's kind of like your meh and your high mixed together. What else? What else is going on? No, I mean, I don't mean to. Yeah, no, there are there are mehs and there are highs. Um, but my highs are actually much higher than feeling disappointed about not doing the law review right now. <laughs> <on. laughs> okay, what's, what's going on? So actually, this has been a week of many a high. Um, mm. 
Yeah, beginning with Elon publishing an article about this very podcast. I'm flipping my hair right now. You can't see it, but I know we look so cool. <laughs> um, a couple episodes ago, I had I had mentioned that there was a person at um, like Elon Law's. I don't like publishing. I don't know what you call them. Like communications. Like communications department. department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was writing up an article about the blog, the uh, the podcast, and all that jazz. Um, and I had a great time chatting with him. And it was, you know, I met somebody via Zoom in quarantine, which is really fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, so weird. So fun. But, uh, yeah. So they published this article about the podcast and um, got a few new Instagram followers out of it. Very fun. Oh, nice. <laughs> and actually, I was looking at the, the podcast's analytics the other night, and oh. I noticed that there was a big spike in listeners the Whoa. day that the, that the podcast uh, article was published. So thank so you to anybody who's wild. here right now who found us through that article. <laughs> yeah. This is such a, for me, just like, just like the place where I can like debrief to myself about law school like and just like a place for my own reflection and I just like absolutely do not understand how to like grow a following or reach out to people who this might be interesting to so I'm always like oh wow people like it they're listening to it <laughs> you know that's constantly my feeling I'm like hi mom hi dad and like yeah. the one person who found us through weird clicks on like whatever weird <laughs> <laughs> hello <laughs> yeah it's awesome yeah so that I was definitely i have not checked our inbox recently if you've sent us a message i haven't seen it i'm so sorry but now that write on is done i'm gonna check it so please feel free to message us it, I, I know i say that and then i haven't checked it so it sounds like i don't care but i do care i just haven't been prioritizing yes we care deeply well that's awesome yeah i liked i liked it too i thought it was really cute um oh. You know, yeah. I mean, I uh, the video component. I, nobody likes watching themselves on video. <laughs> I like, love oh, watching Lord you on video. <laughs> it was short. I mean, it was easy to watch. It's just like a quick, you know. Yeah, quick it little like snippets. Yeah, right. I actually so this week. Um, oh God, like I said, I've had many highs. Okay, the well, other yeah. Okay, so the other high I had was um the other night I did my first ever full 20 minute oral argument um 20 minutes and it was oh my gosh yeah so i don't know if you remember but last trimester we did like a little mock oral oh, argument yeah. right yeah, I remember. yeah and i had um i had selected to go twice like there was an odd so there are odd number of people in my cohort or in, the, in my class and uh basically it makes it so that one person is without a partner. And our professor said, you know, whoever wants to be Megan's partner, because I was the odd man out, um, gets an extra, you know, two points added to their raw overall score. And I was like, wait a second, can I be my own partner? Because two points to my overall score yes. sounds great. Yes. <laughs> and like, of course, I'm going to benefit from the added practice. Why wouldn't I want to do this? So Last trimester, I was my own partner. And this trimester, I had the same opportunity, and I was my own partner again. Or yes. I, 
yes. And I will be my own partner again, except this time, you know, you're arguing like a full thing. <laughs> Your last trimester, it was, I was doing 10 minutes, five minutes per issue. And now I'm doing 20 minutes, 10 minutes per issue. And I had my practice on Friday night. And I got to tell you, 20 minutes of talking, I was like, okay, so I I had my computer up and I had my notes on my computer if I needed to glance at them. And the two judges were there, you know, ready to judge me, ready to ask me questions. I had the halo light going. Um, Yeah, so my my husband has a halo light because he teaches English to Chinese students and he has to have like... Gotta look good. That's all. Yeah, you got you got to look good, and of course for makeup tutorials. But that's a whole other thing. Yes. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, oh. But <laughs> yeah, he, he's he's not doing makeup tutorials for Chinese students. Believe it or not, that's more of a <laughs> summer gig. Um, so, it, but my oral argument was at like 7 p.m. So the lighting in my room was all off, and I was like, okay, I got to get the halo light going. So I had the halo light. I had my notes up. Um, and like 10 minutes into this oral argument, Lydia, I was also, it's North Carolina. So it's like 87 degrees. You're you're sweating. I am sweating profusely. (laughs) But they can't even probably tell. No, like I'm, I'm sure they could tell because I videotaped, I recorded my, myself because I wanted to be able to look back on it. Um, and I was sending that recording to my uncle, uh, because he has argued in front of courts before. And so I was like, okay, I need mm. somebody to like give me insight on what I'm doing poorly. Mm. So I'm arguing to my MacBook Pro and I have my <laughs> iPhone set up to like, I, I have my iPhone set up. If you can imagine this, I'm standing up. My iPhone is to my right and probably like two feet down. So you're getting a great upshot on mm. my double chin. And <laughs> so I'm like profusely sweating <laughs> from this halo light and this double chin shot is happening. Um, And I watched the video back and it was like horrifying to watch back. However, I had so much fun doing these arguments. I was like, I really think you chose the right. I mean, you'll hear me explain right on, but like this really sounds like much more fun and more, you know, you're getting real feedback from like judges and stuff. Like, yes, this is, this is good. Right. And it, yeah. it's it's all about storytelling. And like the issue that I'm arguing my client, I think is like, I think that they're shitty. Like they're like not good people. I mean, this is all fake. So I, you know, I'm not disparaging any <laughs> real people. You're defending the shitty one? I'm defending the shitty people. Hey, <laughs> like, okay. I'm I, done. <laughs> I am defending the the employer who refuses oh. to make an accommodation for an employee I, with a disability. I, it's, it's not cute. It's not a good look. No. But I'm so you have to deep into argue this case. That it's not a reasonable accommodation. Is that what you're Ex- doing? Exactly. I'm like, this accommodation okay. is unreasonable. It would pose an undue hardship. I, you know, a Pelly doesn't even have a disability. Ooh, like, it's like, yikes. It's like not cute, but I've convinced myself that we're right. <laughs> so. It is crazy. Like the more you work on, like any kind of assignment we were given for legal writing, by the end of it, I was completely, completely sold on whatever it was I was arguing. It was weird. Right. Like, how valuable ba- is my morality right now? Oh, yikes. I know, right? I'm like, it, in real life, I would be I would be ashamed of myself. I wouldn't be doing this in real life. 
but you know, for for an oral argument, such, uh, for an oral argument, this is super fun for me. And for our moot court competition, which for listeners who aren't in law school, are or who are thinking about law school, the two most and I'm putting heavy air quotes on this. The two most prestigious things you can do are law review or moot court. And Lydia has talked a little bit about law review. Um, she's going to talk a lot more about it later, but that's a hev- heavy writing component. Moot court is like a heavy talking component. So, But don't you do like a lot of research and writing to make the case? It's kind of like both. Oh, of course. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Law review. Okay, I should say law review is less forward facing then. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Moot court is you are the person standing up in front of a judge arguing a case, right? Um, So at Elon, our moot court competition is happening in like a week and a half. And I am, I am, I feel like the boiling of com- competition happening Ooh, within me. Yeah. Like I'm getting so competitive. competitive. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Oh, okay. Like it, it, you know, sometimes it takes a little, a little bit for me to like start up. But when I like latch onto something, I can tell when I've latched on because I'm thinking about it all day. Like mm-hmm. even when I'm like trying to not think about law school, I'm like, okay, but how could I make this argument about like, reasonable accommodation better you know it's like yeah i am completely obsessed with this now um but the so the moot court competition is we're arguing about this issue that we've been writing about since january and so i am well versed in this and okay i i assumed you were given a new topic for no okay no so the the catch is though that we have to argue both sides of it. So you have to argue as the appellee and the appellant. And I've been arguing as the appellee this entire trimester. Uh, Um, But in doing research for my oral argument, I've had to obviously find cases that favor the other side of this argument mm -hmm. so that I can counter their points and make my point even better. So mm. I'm I'm very stoked. Actually, after the podcast today, I'm talking to my uncle who's going to give me feedback on my argument. And I hope he doesn't comment he on how sweaty I was. Or is he going to be like destructive? <laughs> um, I trust that he's going to be constructive. Nice. Okay, good. Without, you know, I think <laughs> here's, <laughs> I don't know. I, I hope that he, <laughs> that he gives me some cutting feedback, but also is like, but I love you. But right. also stop sweating so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like antiperspirant on your face. Just right. like- yeah. If you have any, can you powder yourself beforehand? I don't, how do we stop this? <laughs> I kind of now understand why all those old timey judges like had powder on their faces and heads all the time. They were probably Isn't just sweating why? profusely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's why. Oh man. Okay. Wow. That's a, that's a cool high. And then when will we find out if you make the team? Uh, I think over the summer at some point. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, I do want to say you had mentioned um, teaching your Adam teaching students in China and mm-hmm. I know we do have some international listeners. So I just wanted to let folks know that we are figuring out how to do a conversation with one of my 
classmates who is an international student. She's back in Shanghai and she is down to chat with us about being an international law student. And she's just so, she's just so sweet and cool. Like it's going to be great to chat with her. I and can't she was, wait. Like, she was our first speaker. She was a speaker at this um, class of 2020 graduation, um, which I did not virtually attend. I uh, guess I should have, uh, but yeah. So she's like, you know, ah, it's going to be great. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, cool, man. Oh. You have highs this week. Anything else? I mean, okay, I have one more thing. Okay. <laughs> there were many, many highs, like I said. Okay, so listeners, last week I told you that I had pretty much kicked the bucket with regards to a summer internship, and I was beginning to do this project. Um, of building my own network of people that are using their JDs in a non-traditional way, which I am still doing. And I had another really great interview this week. However, oh, cool. I did end up getting an internship. Yes, my good. Yes. <laughs> Look up there right now. Oh, it's, it's very <laughs> exciting. So I, yeah. Is this the thing that your professor introduced you to? Yeah, so it's just great. And this just goes to show how it's not what you know, it's who you know, and why networking is so important. But one of my professors um, has a PhD in like public health and has her real estate license and her JD. She's my, um, my property professor, and I'm, I'm currently taking her class. So She's also my advisor. I mean, it's just like the stars completely aligned. Um, But she found out that I didn't have an internship and she contacted me and said, let's talk. Like, what kind of internship do you want? And I said, well, I really am thinking I want to use my JD in a non-traditional way and maybe go into like, you know, lobbying or writing policy. And she like full stop was like, wait, really? That's what you want to do? I have got you. Like, what? Really? Wow. It almost makes you feel silly for like, like, it's like, wait, it was that easy? Like, what? And she said, yeah. She actually sits on the board of the North Carolina chapter of the Urban Survivors Union. Um, What's that? Okay, yeah. So the union is comprised of people who represent the interests of folks who have been directly impacted by substance use and policies related to drugs. Um, it's It's sort of... It's a little bit okay. So, are you familiar with AA, Alcoholics Anonymous? Yes. Okay. From so the novel Infinite Jest. So no, but I mean, yeah. Like yes, but no. Okay, yeah. yeah. So so in a in AA, people always say that they are in recovery, right? Mm-hmm. Like the the idea in AA is that you are never recovered. Like if you are an addict, you are an ad for, addict for life, and you're just like managing your addiction. Um, the North Carolina Urban Survivors Union uh, kind of counters that a little bit and talks about, you know, that you're not an addict, you're more of like a survivor of addiction. And um, everybody's, or I shouldn't say everybody, but like most people are addicted to something in some way or another. It's just a matter of whether or not that thing you're addicted to is socially acceptable. Like for me, Mm, like I am my Instagram. Mm. Instagram yeah like we're joking but also seriously uh, um, yeah and like I am a I'm fully addicted to caffeine like I I have like withdrawal symptoms 
low-key withdrawal symptoms when I don't drink coffee. Um, anyway, so there are obviously a lot of policies um, related to drugs, alcohol, that kind of thing that are written um, and the North and the, the survivors union is the urban survivors union has chapters across the U S and they aid in those policies and just kind of get people who actually experience those type, the people that, that experience the effects of those legislations are, Mm -hmm. are looped into writing of the policies, which is really rad. So this summer, um, I'm actually going to be like learning how to do policy writing and lobbying. That's awesome. So you're going to be like working with people and be like, you know, what is it that actually, what help from the government would you actually want? Exactly. You know, exactly. It's It's probably not not going to prison. It probably is like something more, just like with more resources for rehabilitation or something. Wait, like are that. you suggesting that prisons don't rehabilitate people, Lydia? I, That's crazy. I am suggesting that, yeah. <laughs> I feel you, 100%. Yeah, so um, I'm really, really, really grateful to my professor and so excited because little did I know the North Carolina chapter of this union is like a mile from my house. <laughs> Whoa! This it is works out really perfectly. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And Big like, high. It, it just feels so important to be doing that with like opioid crisis and like we're in the middle of this like other health pandemic. Like people are just thinking about health and policy and like what the government's going to do about it. Like, right. Amazing. Yeah. Work on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it, this does feel like a really unique time to be able to work on health policy in that yeah. regard. Absolutely. Yeah. So okay. I, I, I did, I did pull up the air horn. I think that, okay. uh, <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> you have an internship and this other interview project, which is so cool. Yeah. It's going to be great. I think so. It's shaping up to be great. There were some dark moments there, but we're back in this game. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm uh. glad I had so many highs because, like, I didn't even think about highs and lows for the week. I just have my update from right on. Like, well, I tell don't, us I everything. Don't have any independent? Well, but do you have any like other meds and lows or anything, or you want to do that um, later? Okay, small low, small low. Uh huh. I don't know if y'all are subscribed to the New York Times. And you don't necessarily have to be subscribed to the New York Times to be privy to this information, but (laughs) it's how I found out about the information. Um, The California State University System, which, uh, Mm. you know, I'm from California. I didn't go to a Cal State school. However, they did announce that classes were going to be online this fall, and it does feel like a little bit of a canary in a coal mine situation for the fall since mm. it's the biggest state school system in the country um yeah maybe maybe man yeah so i'm just i guess I, I, and also that was me fishing for a low a little bit because it's been a pretty good week but <laughs> at the same time i'm like all right 
like I'm now like looking on Amazon like okay I invested in the standing desk do I get like the gel insoles right. for my shoes right. like do I they like anti-fatigue like mat to stand on those are so great exactly yeah I'm like okay so how much am I gonna have to be investing in this home office is really my love <laughs> yeah. somebody needs to just tell me right here and right now yes but that's yeah. it I want to hear about law review tell us all about the write-on since clearly okay. I didn't do it, so I have nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> I can, yeah, I can um, kind of describe a little bit more about what it is. Um, I mean, I think I mentioned last week my low was just like trying to decide if I wanted to even do this. Like, first of all, there were other things I could be doing this week. Um, research for a professor who's doing, who's about to publish something that like is awesome. Can't wait to share that when it's published and I was like, God, I'm not going to work on that. Like I could just, there are just other things in my life I could be doing with this whole week of time and with all the time next year that I wouldn't be doing a journal or law review. Um, right. But, and I finally decided to do it. So I get, but I didn't really know what I was deciding to do. I was just deciding to participate in this writing competition, but what is this writing competition? So I get the, I get this email I download this, like, this folder. The folder has 41 documents in it. Um, some of those are instructions on what to do. And then the rest are just, like, sources. So here's what it is. It's partially a, like, uh, a writing assignment. Like, you get a case to read and then you just have to make a comment on it a case comment is like a certain type of like format for legal writing which i had never done before in legal in my legal writing class but they gave us like one of the documents was like instructions on what it was supposed to be like the intro needs to look like this the court history needs to look like this the analysis whatever so that thank god they gave us that and also like examples of like other case comments and it needed to have a lot of footnotes or endnotes that the ratio of the text to endnotes needed to be one to one or one to two. So like many more footnotes than actual text. Okay. Um, and like what you're citing to in those footnotes are like the 34 documents in this folder that are just like things related to that case. So it's kind of like a scavenger hunt. And my first reaction when I saw it was like, this is actually kind of cool. This is actually could have been a cool way to learn legal writing. Like here's this like very formulaic legal writing type of document. Mm -hmm. And here's examples of what other people have done. Now we've done all the research for you. Just like piece it together. Um, so my first reaction was like, this is cool, which is hilarious because after I had that initial reaction, I had a meltdown for the rest of the day and was like, <laughs> do I really want to spend the whole week doing this? Because, and doing this kind of thing next year because this just takes so much time and it sucks and <laughs> and like there's just other things I can do I could be research assistant I can get involved on these other things at campus like all with this amount of time so the exact same thought process like all of the stuff that had been like the reason I had that low the week before it just like came up again, but it felt like very time pressured. Like I have to decide this because there's no reason to do like part of it and then quit. Cause then I will have wasted days doing it. So, um, 
I did just like all of this online research and I did find out some good information. Uh, okay. this, is, this is an aside. I mean, now I'm not describing the format. I, I understand I've only talked about the case comment portion, but I'll go back to the other portion of the, of the write-on competition. But anyways, about my meltdown. Um, <laughs> so I learned that, so at WashU we have law review and then four different, or three different, yeah, four, I forgot, secondary, <laughs> <laughs> secondary journals, which are, they're not like the Washington University Law Review. It'll be like the Journal of Law and Policy or Jurisprudence Review or something, um, Global Studies Law Review or something. So more specialized. And um, I first learned that those are slightly easier to get onto. They are less work during the semester than Law Review. Um, and... If you do one of those secondary ones, it checks the box kind of okay. for like being on a publication. Like Law Review probably opens more doors than the other ones because it's more quote unquote prestigious. But it's like you can kind of still check the box, which is what I which is my motivation for doing this, unfortunately, because I don't like doing life like that. But it's like, yeah, I'm trying to check the box, but also not like weigh myself down with this task that I hate for like 10 hours a week next semester. So then I kind of decided, you know what, I'm going to go for a secondary journal, I'm going to go for the thing that is supposedly a little easier to get. So I felt less pressure doing the assignment. And that was helpful. Because when I first opened it up, I was like, how am I going to make something that's like good enough to be one of the best people in the school at this you know it just seemed impossible it was like it was just so much and there are fewer spots available on the law review because there are a certain amount of them that are dedicated to the people who got the top 10 percent oh grades. is that okay okay That's called so it's like i was like oh my gosh i'm competing for like a very few number of seats and for something i don't even want to do it, it just so i was like you know what i'm gonna go for jurisprudence because that one is the chillest. They have the best. They have the best snacks. I've got friends on it. Like, it's chill. Like, and that—that's what I ended up after. So I wasted one day having a meltdown and like talking to a lot of people and like looking at a lot of stuff on the internet. So you just had to find something that motivated you to do it. Yeah, it's like the sheer prestige of it is not enough to motivate. The uh, snacks, however. <laughs> Well, that and I could just imagine it being doable. Like mm. I was like, okay, this thing that's like less of a weekly commitment, the trade-off for that is like a little less prestige, it fit. Um, so, okay, so that very overwhelming assignment is one part of it. Another part of it is this like blue booking citation exercise. It's a 20, it was a 22 page document with 91 citations. Oh, <laughs> What you had to do was, um, you know, you read through the text of the 22 pages, like of the article for, you know, grammar and spelling and, you know, phrasing and just normal editing. But the real points of it are in those 91 citations. So you'll look at a quote in the text that'll be like, in 1971, Congress passed Bill A and it cites to some source. So you have to check the source. And it'll say like, oh, you know, I'm citing to page 100. So you go to page 100 of that source and you're like, 
does it say on this page that Congress passed Bill A in 1971, or is that actually on page 99? Okay. Oh my page, God. Uh, was it in 1971 or 1972? Was it actually called Bill A or was it called Bill B? You know, you, you make sure that like all of the like facts are right. And then you look at the like formatting of the citations. Are the italics right? Does it have a period? Like, is the period also italicized if it says id, you know, that kind of thing. Right. And it just, every single little citation has like a lot of different things to check. Um, and like, does it have the section symbol right? Which just future law students memorize this. Option six on a Mac or Alt 21 on Windows is the section symbol. I copy and pasted the section symbol from Wikipedia for like five months of law school. It's very stupid. I should have just learned the keyboard shortcut. Um, but yeah. So wait, that... you can also wait. It, was this within a Word doc? Yeah. You can also set up your Word doc to be like whatever shortcut you want for a section symbol. Like yeah. I do Command S and it creates a section symbol. Level. That's incredible. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> okay, just saying. <laughs> Continue. Sorry. <laughs> um. So where are we? I ended up doing that first because I decided like this uh this whole exercise I'm not super sold on it but if I do the blue booking and mm -hmm. then quit before I do the whole case comment worst case scenario I'll still be like a better blue booker and that is fine way to spend two days like that's fine I was okay with that so I kind of had to decide again after I did that, like, do I want to keep going? And then at that point, I was like, yeah, I'm feeling a little better about this. So here we are. One day meltdown. Two days of citation checks. I kind of, I gave myself two days and because the first day I kind of got through like a little bit more than half of them. And I was like, all right, like, you know, that's, I can spare two days. And then I had four days left mm -hmm. for the case comment. And I spent the next day because I had just done all of these citations and was like kind of in the groove. I took all of those like 34 sources, the main case and then the 33 like supporting documents and like uh -huh. made the citation for them and the short form citation so that when I was writing, I could, it would be very easy to put them in the footnotes. Um, and that actually ended up taking me an entire day just because I was so exhausted and like mm. procrastinating but that's fine so now I have three days left to actually write the thing so I spend I was like I gotta I gotta go through all of these documents some of them seemed like maybe red herrings or maybe I didn't quite understand like why they were included in the packet um because I didn't maybe I didn't really fully understand but I was like I gotta spend like a lot of time with this main case so that I really understand what it's about I did that for like two hours just like going through it because it was this case about the Freedom of Information Act, which I've heard of, but didn't really know the details about that. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it would have been an honor code violation to like seek out explanatory sources that were not in this packet. So you just kind of got to, you know, figure it out with what they give you. Um, so two hours of that. That was after procrastinating on it all morning. So then I have the afternoon and evening to look through 33 sources. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to give myself five minutes per source. 
go Whoa. through it, see if it's like relevant, take, pull out a quote, whatever. If it really seems relevant, then spend more time with it. So I did that for like eight hours because five minutes of source is not enough. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that is bold, ma'am. I know, I know. Um, but it was like 2 a.m. and I was like, okay, like I have gotten through these sources. <laughs> <laughs> and then that left me two days. So I was like, okay, one day to write, one day to edit. We got this, we got this. Like it ended up, wor- it ended up being honestly a reasonable amount of work given that I was not actually submitting this to a court or anything or to be publicized, be published. It was like, mm-hmm. if they just wanted to see that I could like put together an argument with what they gave me, like I did do that within a week. So that's fine. Like at first when I got it, I was like, oh, this is impossible. They're just trying to see like what we'll do when we're given an impossible task. Like, haha, I figure out the secret, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's not actually doable, but only if you only do this all week so then the next day I sat down and I I feel like I've described my legal writing process before in other episodes where I'll just sit down and I just gotta get something on the page so I'm just like Mm. like writing the giving myself permission to write the worst draft ever and then I'll go back and edit it and like you know make it something I could turn in but this time I was like I cannot bear the thought of looking at any of this like again so I just, for the first time in all of law school, sat down and tried to write a good first draft. And it was good, man. This was really it? felt like, well, good enough for this. But it's like when I went back to edit the next day, I was like, this is, you know what? This is good enough. A lot of it was like I changed the wording of a couple things, but it wasn't like what I usually do. So I don't know, man. I feel like maybe I did improve in legal writing and citation. It, it kind of felt like the final exam for legal research and legal writing that we didn't have. Whoa. You know, it felt like, just felt like my last exam. But I sat down and wrote that. The maximum that we were supposed to turn in was like 18 pages. Mine was 11, which is rough. And it was not a one-to-one format. I did have a little bit more text and citations. But again, wasn't going for law review. I'm going for Jerpro, baby. So, um that was that and then the fourth day I have already explained how I had yet another meltdown because of this weird export thing and then just kept crying but you know I turned it in and it is done and so there were highs and lows within that that I guess I'll count like highs were feeling like I actually wrote something that made sense and you know, every night when I finished, I would just watch a Korean drama, always a high. Low was the multiple meltdowns that I had. And just like, you know, hearing about my classmates also just like really struggling with it, just like sucks. It's like, what is this weird hazing that we're doing again? So that is the write on. Also, one of my classmates printed out all of the documents in the folder. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I was like, man, it'd be nice to have these things printed out and you could like write notes, whatever. But right. guess how many pages were in the 41 documents? 200. 700. 700? <laughs> yes, dude. Get That's out of town. Document was not good enough. Yeah. Wash oh. you law review. That's out of control. Says no, me not. from afar. <laughs> no, man. I know. You know what, though? I do love a good shared misery. 
at least you and your classmates could bond over this, right? Yeah, yeah. And I just, the citations ended up really not being that bad. I think it was because, you know, I might have gotten a lot of them wrong, but I just didn't have this, like, ICW, the interactive citation work (sighs) sheet that's in... Lexus that we complained about a lot last semester. I wish you could see my eye roll. I know. But it's like when that little robotic system tells you that you're wrong over and over and over again, it's very frustrating. But when you're just doing an assignment, maybe I did get some wrong, but like I just didn't have that constant feedback being like, you did the citation? Wrong, 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 you know? Yeah. Incorrect, incorrect. I won't tell you why. <laughs> incorrect. <laughs> Actually, it's correct. We're just gaslighting you. You I suck. Know. Incorrect. <laughs> so, uh, and I won't hear for a little while about that. And if I don't, if I happen to get on law review, then it'll be yet another instance for me to be like whoa should I actually do this because it's just a lot of work and there are other okay if you get on law review you're doing it I call bullshit on this 100% (laughs) you absolutely have to do it you idiot (laughs) (laughs) I I hesitate to say idiot but Lydia let's be reasonable I'll still sit down and make a pros and cons I'm sure you will (laughs) but if I got your pro I would just immediately accept and be like yay (laughs) I love the idea of you turning down a law review (laughs) actually guys I thought about it and like it was fun but no I'm good (laughs) so that's kind of what that's like and then there's another portion that's optional that's the like a personal statement so I did one of those and um there's like a cover sheet so there's like little things but those are the big like assignments so if you, okay, if you were advising um, an incoming 1L who was on the fence about whether or not to try out for law review, what would you say? Um, I, I would need to know more information. Like, <laughs> it, it, from what I gathered, I mean, I'm really not the person to give advice about this because I've never been part of legal hiring. But um, from what... I heard from my professor who I asked, she was like, if you want the door to be open for like the big law firms and like the big corporate law firms and for clerkships, then it's like an expectation. And if Mm -hmm. you don't, then it's not an expectation. That's kind of like, I think it sounds like what it goes down to. And so because I don't know what I want to do, I just went in and... (laughs) so annoying um <laughs> I guess I would say like instead of wondering whether or not you should do law review you should wonder what you're doing at all <laughs> <laughs> and once you decide that it'll be it'll be more apparent you know fair enough um and if you can't decide then then go for it maybe maybe that's my advice so that's what I ended up doing so and the secondary journal seems like a nice compromise for the person who doesn't know what they want to do yeah, yeah, I wish I had known about secondary journals. I might have decided, well, that seems a little extreme, but I was going to say, I might have decided a little differently on the school I went to. Whoa. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. There are some that have a lot of them. Um, a lot of secondary journals. We have three, but yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, well. So oh, I thought of another high. Okay, so Ooh. in Boston, well, in Somerville, which is contiguous with Boston and Cambridge, there is an event called Porch Fest because for some reason, Somerville has a lot of porches. And I say for some reason with that tone because it's just really cold a lot of the time in Boston. And then it's really, really hot in the summer. So when are you going to be on a porch? Uh-huh. Um, but in the spring, there's this event called Porch Fest and local musicians will like collab, like, you know, pair up with people who have porches and like play music on their porches. So there's music everywhere in the streets all day. You can get like a map and download the map too on your phone for like where to go to different porches to see different people. Or you can just wander around and just like catch different sets. Okay. So um, this is the kind of thing that when you move away, you expect to not participate in, obviously, because it is a street festival. But because of quarantine, there was Couch Fest this year. Oh! I know. One of my friends who's a musician who I um, have seen at Porch Fest was doing a Couch Fest session so I could like tune in live to that while I was doing these citations and it was just so lovely that's so fun you know I do find that to be a bit of a quarantine high generally Absolutely. Yeah. things that like so when I was deciding whether or not I wanted to you know move to a smaller city like Greensboro from Los Angeles it's like, wow, I'm going to really miss out on all these amenities and, like, events that I, I so frequently go to. But now yeah. it's like, that's all in my living room. Like, I can log in from Zoom from wherever I am. And I I do kind of yeah. hope that once things have died down a little bit and there's, you know, a vaccine or it's safe to go out, that um, Zoom is made or at least Zoom is considered an option to make things more accessible to a broader audience. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I'm loving this. <laughs> and I do wonder if, like, our generation of people who lived through this and, like, did this social thing during this time, like, maybe when we're older and, like, more homebound, if we'll, like, start this up again. Like, remember, during the quarantine, we should do that again. Like, yeah. how cute would that be? I think we should have a quarantine party. I think we should have like a, a Zoom quarantine party. What do you think? It, yeah, I've got that light that you sent me. Right. And I have the halo light. So I'm going to look fabulous yes. and makeup ready on camera. <laughs> yes. Well, it's very fun. Well, all right, buddy. Literally my whole week. I do not have any other updates. Jill, neither do I. Except last night to celebrate the end of everything to do with 1-0. Billy and I did make another bean wreath. And it was even better than last time. Another what? Bean wreath, baby. A A bean wreath. Oh, my God. My brain, like, had a hard time remembering what that was. Like, I'm hearing the words bean wreath, and I'm not processing them. (laughs) Okay. Congratulations. How did it turn out? It was even better than last time. I mean, (laughs) I'm a food processor this time, so that made, like, processing the beans easier. And, like, we got, like, the actual, like, canned chipotle peppers instead of using just like dried spices and you know, we went harder on the cheese this time. Like, Oh yes. yes. Yeah. Very good. Well, congratulations on bean wreath part two. (laughs) Send my regards to Billy. (laughs) I will. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Well, I think, uh, does that conclude episode 37 of law school in brief? 
Wow. Yes, I guess so. All right. Not to put too fine a point on it, but uh, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll see you next week. Okay. See you next week. Bye, All right. Bye Megan. Bye.